Welcome back to segment number two of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis. Can you buy a property for way less than you can rent that same property for? We'll take a look at that or a similar property. What happens when a home appraises for less than the purchase price? And can you really sell your house for $28,000 more than your neighbor? If you feel stuck because you wanted to sell your home and you're concerned that the coronavirus might have forced you to sell for less or that it might take forever for you to sell or you can't make your timing work, you really shouldn't feel stuck at all. The coronavirus might have given you even better options. Let us show you how to sell your house for $28,000 more than your neighbor sold their house for. You heard that right, $28,000 more. We can also help you make your timing work out perfectly and ensure that you're safe during the process, certainly as safe as you possibly can be. Just visit gogaddisradio.com and click on $28,000 more to unlock your home's full value and make timing a non-issue. How do we do this? Well, first of all, you will get a comprehensive—excuse uh, me—a customized maximum value plan, which is a very interesting way of understanding just how far up can you push the price of a property based on comps in the neighborhood and outside of the neighborhood. And also comes with an analysis of our rehab and refresh program which says if you spend this amount of money to change the condition of the property, here's how much the sales price will change. A recent example, we invested about $14,000 in improvements to get a home ready for sale. The home wound up selling for the full list price of $500,000. Actually, it sold for a little bit more than that because the buyer needs some closing cost help. And we're guessing that $14,000 investment probably will net the seller $35,000 after expenses, meaning the sales price went up about $50,000 or $49,000. You back out the $14,000 spent, and it certainly puts the seller in better shape. So here's what you do. You go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. Click on sell your home for $28,000 more. Put in a little bit of information. We'll follow up with you. I will personally run all of the analysis and help you understand exactly what you need to do to sell your house for $28,000 more. And by the way, the money for fixing up the home where the home seller sold the house for $50,000 more up around 500 instead of 450,000, it didn't cost the seller anything to get that money. They will have to pay it back at closing, but we actually advanced the money to them, which helped them change their property from a B on an ABC scale up to an A. And so we were able to put it under contract within a couple of days, and the homeowner is absolutely ecstatic. This segment of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio is brought to you by the law firm of O'Kelly & Sorahan. They are a full-service law firm with 19 offices throughout Metro Atlanta. They specialize in residential real estate closings, including home purchases, refinance closings, corporate relocation, and real estate contract review and title insurance matters. They can be reached at 770-497-0000. Many, many home buyers or people who are would-be home buyers wonder what is the difference in me renting a place versus buying a place. We have an example of a potential client. Uh, the question, by the way, came in from Aaron in Canton, and we'll get to that question in just a minute. But we have a very specific example for Matt, who is over in the Cobb County area, who is currently paying $1,450 a month in rent. And he wants to buy a $300,000 house, and he wants to know how the cost of ownership of the home will compare to his $1,450 
in monthly rent. So let's talk through these numbers. The reality is that his cost of renting annually is 17,400, which is just 1450 times 12. And his total cost after taxes for purchasing a home is 15,342. And once you factor in the estimated appreciation of the home, his net annual cost of home ownership goes down to $6,300. You heard that right. If he rented his place at $17,400 annually, if, however, he buys a home, his net cost of home ownership is $6,342. Let's walk through this. Aaron, by the way, from Canton wrote in saying, I've heard it costs much less to buy a home than to rent one with a similar monthly payment. Can you tell me why this is so? And we'll walk through these numbers real quickly for you. Again, the cost of renting, the scenario here is $300,000 purchase, $9,000 in closing cost, $9,000 in down payment, which is 3% down payment on the home. Uh, this is assuming the person has a marginal tax rate of 20% and we will get 3% estimated appreciation on the home over time. Uh, as you heard in the first segment, property values increased 20% uh, in 2020 over October of 2019. Very significant. I think we can use 3% appreciation fairly safely. The cost of the loan or the amount of the loan would be $291,000 when you figure in the uh, annual mortgage payment, principal and interest, it would be $14,256, property taxes, homeowner's insurance, the cost of private mortgage insurance and maintenance on the home, which we calculate in at 1%, would make the total cost of buying the home, the cash outlay, $23,800. So that's $17,400 for rent, $23,800 to purchase a home. But listen to this, $6,253 of the $23,800 will reduce the principal balance of the mortgage, which means you're actually the equivalent of putting money in a savings account. You will save $1,600 in taxes if you are able to deduct the interest from your tax return. You will also save another $600 in taxes on the property tax payments you make and an additional $360 tax savings on the mortgage insurance payments because if you have less than $110,000 adjusted gross income, really less than $100,000, it gets phased out over the $100,000 to $110,000 range. But you can deduct, if you have adjusted gross income of less than 100000 you can deduct the cost of mortgage insurance. So your adjustments, principal reductions, the tax savings from interest, property taxes, and mortgage insurance payments come up to $8,454, which means your annual after-tax cost of ownership would be $15,342, which is less than the $17,400. And when we go back and finally add in the $9,000 in appreciation, that makes the total net annual cost of home ownership down around $6,342. So Matt in Cobb County can purchase a $300,000 home effectively for $6,342 a year, including appreciation, compared to $17,400 he was paying previously in rent. I do know this particular situation. The home buyer is looking to rent a room in his house to a roommate, uh, which will make his annual cost of home ownership even less. It might even, in his case, be less than zero. He might actually make money on the home. I love that question, Aaron from Canton. Thank you so much for sending it in. 
And uh, hopefully that information is clear to everybody. If not, go to gogaddisradio.com. Uh, find the Contact Us links at the bottom of the homepage. Send me a message. I'll be more than happy to respond to you. And by the way, we can run these numbers if you're interested on any scenario. So if you're out there thinking, I'd like to know how it works for my specific rent and what I'm thinking to purchase, we can run those numbers for you very simply. I'll also be happy to share a copy of the spreadsheet with you so you could run the numbers yourselves. We've got another question. This is from Leanne in Covington. She said, our appraisal came in $10,000 under the contract price. We've asked the seller to reduce, but haven't received an answer. What options do we have? Well, let me tell you, Leanne, and what a frustrating situation. You're, you're, let's just say you agreed to purchase for $300,000. Appraisal comes in at two ninety. dollars I don't know if those numbers are right or wrong. I'm making those up. But for the purposes of this segment, let's just use that. And so now the contract, if you have a, 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 um, a conventional, loan con, uh, conventional loan contingency exhibit, it requires you to provide the seller with a copy of the appraisal and an amendment to reduce the sales price to the appraised value. So you must do that, and you must do that within the period that you have, which can be anywhere from 21 to 30 days on average from the binding agreement date in order to prove you can get your financing. So you have to ask the seller to reduce the purchase price to meet, to meet the appraised value. Now, once you ask the seller to do that, the seller only has three days, one, two, three days within which to respond. If they do not respond, then you can either buy the property at the full contract price. You could seek to negotiate a, a compromise with the seller, or you can, as the buyer, terminate without any further obligation under that contract. Now, if the seller does respond within that three-day period, then you as the buyer have three days within which to respond. So you can't take forever as the buyer, Leanne, to respond. So appraisal comes in light. You provide a copy of the appraisal and the amendment to reduce the sales price to the listing agent and the seller. The seller has three days to respond. As soon as the seller responds, then the buyer has three days to respond. So as soon as that amendment and the appraisal are sent to the listing agent, basically you got six days to get it all worked out. If you don't get it worked out within the six days, then either the seller or the buyer has the option of terminating the contract. You listen to Go Gaddis Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novices to experts, or that's our intention anyway. We don't want home selling and buying to be done with a lack of confidence. And we don't want you to have to worry about all the stress that comes with life's biggest investments. We really don't want you to learn anything at closing or after that you should have learned before. And that's really what we're trying to do right here on Go Gaddis Radio every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. on 9, AM 920 The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis. In addition to being the host of this show, I'm also a full-time real estate agent and broker with a team full of agents helping buyers, sellers, investors, and landlords make the best decisions whenever possible when buying, selling, or investing in real estate anywhere in Metro Atlanta. My family has been in real estate for 33 years. We live, eat, breathe, and sleep real estate. And we're also Georgia's exclusive provider of the Sure Home Buying and the Sure Home Selling System. They are both 71-step processes to ensure that you don't learn anything at closing or after that you should have learned before. In our next segment, what are you going to do if you think your home might be in a floodplain, especially the one you're purchasing? And what happens if you want to remove a light fixture in the dining room? 
uh, prior to, after you go into contract, but prior to you closing on the home? We'll have an answer to these two questions and more. Stick with us. We'll be back.